It's the Mark Husson Show replay. 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 Sit back and expect something wonderful. Everybody and happy Tuesday! It's so good to be here with you. This is Mark Hassan ca- talking to you live in this moment. Though you may be listening to the archive by the time you get to it, it's uh, we are November twenty fifth. It's the week of Thanksgiving. There's so much going on, and it's so good to be here with you. So come on over, one two radio. Now you're going to notice we're in the middle of a one two radio transition. Um, Google updated the Google Calendar, which we rely on heavily to show us who's on next and who's who's playing now, etc. And in changing their what's called the API, they kind of broke us, and so uh, broke the system. And it's not repairable unless we do a lot of. They didn't. They didn't keep the system they had in place for us. Now I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying it's Google's fault. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to get back to normal here soon. You can still see the schedule. Everything else is working fine. It's just a little harder to know who's on when you come to look. But we are fixing that, I promise. We're in the, we're very close to having it completely fixed. So thanks for your patience with us in doing that. Um, come on over to One Two Radio. And uh, if you're uh, listening uh, with us on One Two Radio, just click that little chat button. You'll be into the chat room. And probably you know the rope by now. Uh, those of you that uh, you'll see a number to call in, you have to fill out a form and you do have to know your time of birth so we can run through charts uh, fairly quickly. It is so, there is really always excitement in astrology, in the astrological world and knowing your chart. There's such a, there's such a need locked. to understand your chart. Now, conference locked means that enough of you have called in that we're probably not going to be able to take it, uh, any more calls than what's in. And I appreciate you understanding that. And thank you guys for calling in. It's such a compliment to me that you actually want to talk to me. Um, I have people in my life that wonder that too. Um, <laughs> but, but I joke, uh, not really. Uh, the, um, let's talk a little bit about what the energies are, how we play with them, what they kind of mean. This is, again, this is a holiday week. We're starting to get into the, um, the dark season, okay? Like the days are getting shorter, the nights are getting longer up here in the northern part of the hemisphere. Um, and what happens is psychologically, we start going into that same zone, the rhythmic pattern of light and reflected light, the planets, how they dance around that. They certain, they certainly follow a, a pattern that we're kind of privy to, whether we know it or not. And so, the, to to understand where they are is kind of like a gift, and it, and it's very fun. So one of the ways to look at that is in the chart experience. And um, I uh, thank goodness um, Christy is always really good about pulling that chart into the middle of the room. Now, um, so I'm going into the chat room, um, which is you know, Christy, what I notice is when I click chat now, it takes me to the old one to radio Facebook. So that's another thing that probably got broken. So um, I'm going to find that on. I'll come over to you guys here just momentarily and find you uh, in our in our little group. But th- that might pose a problem. So if a lot of you can't find it, I apologize. I hope you bookmarked it. But I'm there now and I can see um, Terry Wilson. I see the chart. I see Gabby. I see Laura. Jeez. What a morning. You can tell what kind of morning I had. Hi, Judith. Talking to us, I mean, listening to us over from Belgium. It's good to have you with us. Big hugs to you. Mercy, happy birthday. I heard it was your birthday. Uh, Maureen, Donna, always good to see you guys. Thank you so much for being in the room. Now, that chart that I put up there um, that says T for two, notice how the planets are are paired up. They're like, there's a couple of planets in Sag, which looks like the arrow at the top about the 11 o'clock position. There's um, the couple in Scorpio, the M with the tail, that's Mercury and Saturn. So I want you to understand that we right now, 
when you look at that sort of veil that's over us, the sort of weather pattern, I want you to understand that the Mercury, Mercury is going to tell us how the communication is going, where you have, you were born with a Mercury on how you talk and how you communicate and how you like to, you know, express yourself. But when the weather has us all under the same umbrella, um, Mercury in Scorpio, for example, we all have a certain suspicion that we're sitting on. I'm calling it suspicion because that's probably the, that's probably the negative end of Scorpio where they, you know, Scorpions get suspicious. Wherever you have Scorpio in your chart is also an indication of where you too may get suspicious of um, people or events that are happening in your life. Now, Scorpio is going to hover um, in, in, I mean, Mercury is going to hover in Scorpio uh, until Thanksgiving Day, which is very interesting because when we have this veil of Mercury and Scorpio over us, a couple good things happen and some not so good things even though I'm putting all that in quotes. Mercury and Scorpio says, let's go below the surface. Let's let's not give our secrets away. Let's keep secrets. Not from each other necessarily, but if somebody confides in you, you're going to keep it. Um, also, but it can mean that you're keeping them from other people. So you have to be careful about that because Scorpio makes us incredibly intuitive, incredibly able to see below the surface. If you're not used to Scorpio energy, you're not going to like that feeling. You're not going to like that sort of investigative thing or the paranoia or that you'll, you'll hear conspiracy theories going on. I mean, big time and fear and, and hopelessness and maybe looking at the darker, the darker end of things. Um, I know we just had the, um, uh, the Ferguson trial and you know, people are feeling all sorts of emotion around it. It's deep. It's information. It goes below the surface. I will not comment on it because I don't know. I have, you know, my personal feelings are the justice system has always been broken, but it's what we do. To, it's what we have to work with. And these kind of things bring enlightenment and care and information to the world. And so it's a very important process to go through. I, um, and so you watch it. That's Mercury and Scorpio. Now, um, because Saturn is there in Scorpio as well, we're seeing this, 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 unease this sort of like saturn is like saturn and scorpio of course isn't budging it takes us to the depths of the energies of scorpio it takes us inside to the the secrets of our life the secrets below the surface of our life we ask these very important questions with saturn and scorpio what am i doing that i believe in where's my passion i talked about that a little bit last week where's the where's my focus what do i believe in um I'm scared of losing money. I'm scared of um, somebody uh, lying to me. I'm scared of betrayal. Notice how important it is who my friends are. I know you guys are doing that. Who are my partners? Who's going to be with me? Who can I rely on? Y'all ever go through that? I think you do. And I think you go through it particularly when Mercury and Saturn are together. Now, the, that's the that, again, that's one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is the ability to look at the truth. Saturn stabilizes us to look at the truth and Mercury directs our attention inward to see the truth. You know, to me, it's always been, you don't trust another person. You trust yourself. If I think somebody has lied to me, isn't it as good as they've lied to me? Something energetic. See, I've always believed this. I used to not have the words for it. And I know I probably have been wrong many times, but if I feel a dishonesty, it it taints my experience of you. Now, I'm not saying that I'm that all my feelings are correct, but I'm saying if you learn to honor your feelings, if you learn there's a reason that thought came to me when I'm in your presence, you will absolutely understand and believe and know that you can honor that that was a honor whatever metaphor came your way. Okay, you can honor it and it will guide you into your truth. Okay, so I again, it's not about trusting others. It's about trusting you, understanding, because you could be a brilliant psychic, you could be brilliantly intuitive, but what you do with that information is where the integrity comes in. Yes, I can believe somebody is not telling me the truth, but what I do with that is where the information comes in, the information of how I'm going to live my life. Do I believe in my divine cord? Do I believe that I'm protected? Do I believe that I'm being guided in the highest way? If I do, I'm, you can have all the thoughts you want. You can be as you can be as deceitful as you want. It doesn't affect me because I have my connection and I keep my integrity. That's where it is. That's what it's about. So Mercury and Saturn 
and Scorpio plays with the concept of integrity, of mental integrity, of honoring what you know to be true for your own intuition. And in that wisdom is where we can forgive because, you know, forgiveness isn't me being more superior than you and going, I forgive you for your terrible weakness. Forgiveness is in the recognition that I cannot be hurt because I have an indomitable connection to my core, to my belief, to my, go- to my divine. Okay, so Mercury and Saturn, that's with all of us right now. And on Thanksgiving evening, it changes. It releases its grip and it goes into the sign of Sagittarius. And that's why we're going to talk about Sagittarius a little too. Because the sun is already in Sagittarius. Now, for those of you that like little tidbits of astrology, Mercury can never be more than one sign away from the sun. So if you know the sun, the sun sign is in Sag, the sun's in Sag for the next 30 days. So everybody that you know that's a Sag is having a birthday. Um, But Mercury can never be, it can either be in Scorpio, it can either be in Sag, or it can either be in Capricorn. It can't ever be more than one sign away from the sun. Okay? Um, so it's got to stay close because it's close to the sun. So Mercury's in Scorpio getting ready to leave into Sag. And when it enters Sagittarius, we get the, the aha. We get this opportunity to open up our hearts, to open up our minds, and get that wisdom and believe in the bigger picture. Now, you know, the sign in front of you has that thing that, that we perceive that you lack, okay? It's, which means you have something to sign behind you lack. So, okay, we're going to call it lack. I'm just going to use the words for lack of a better word. Um, but you have Scorpio who goes below the surface, who sees the ugly part of life, who uncovers you know, behind the rocks and the, and the, um, and the hidden dark parts of, the, of, of our soul, okay? Because Scorpio wants to know what lurks in the hearts of darkness. And then the sign after Scorpio raises his head, looks at the sky, points its arrow and shoots it high. Okay. That's Sag. So the sign after Scorpio has faith. Okay. Scorpio may not have faith. Scorpio might be, I need to see it to believe it. I ain't gonna believe you. I gotta see it. I need proof. And I have a, my little poster up there that I have a, ro- you know, when I rotate what the moon means at one, two, listen.com, I put like the moon today. Scorpio moon is always, I believe your actions. I don't believe your words. That's always true for Scorpio. We believe, like, don't tell me you love me. That's just, that's just manipulating me. Don't tell me that you love me. Show your love. Be kind. Okay. Just be kind. I, I don't need someone to say, but I love you. <laughs> Like, okay, I, I don't know. Okay, you all know where I'm at with that. And I don't mean it literally either. I don't like people go, well, I know I'm not supposed to say I love you. It's not any of that. It's that I believe in kindness of behavior of action. Somebody going around saying how good they are and listen to the people brag about themselves. It just cracks me up. I'm good at this and I'm good at that. It's like, really? I mean, you know, I, as a lot of Scorpio much are, don't believe what you say. Okay, I believe what you do. If you're a good psychic, if you're a good person, I'll see goodness in what you do. It's up to me to see it as a projection anyway, isn't it? You could be the best, kindest person in the world, and I don't see nothing but manipulation and evil. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. That's my problem as I'm carrying inside of me. That's why you can't sing and dance to change your behavior for somebody else because projection makes perce- perception. What we project, we perceive, and it comes from within us, not out there. You could be, there's no universal, I'm a kind person. So start being kind in your code, in your way. So let's talk a minute about Sag. Sagittarians are born in this children of Zeus, I call them, the children of Zeus. They have this it's a fire sign. It's mutable fire. Mutable meaning it prepares the rest of the world for the sign that's come after it because Gemini and Sag, like Gemini prepares for summer. Sag prepares for winter. It helps us end the fall, prepare for winter, meaning it's a dualistic sign. It has two parts to it and all the dualistic signs have it really big. We all have two parts to us, you know, many more really, but the Gemini, Sag, Virgo, Pisces axis, the mutable signs really have two distinct parts. Virgo, the nun or the whore, right? I'm pure and I don't like germs, but I will mess with you. 
in behind the scenes and get up and, you know, have a good time. Okay. And then Gemini is like the one day the talker, the next day the, the depressed one. Um, and depressed is only one of the many facets of Gemini, but it's like one day like up and happy and light and the other day dark and mysterious. Okay. And Sag, one day feeling immortal, godlike, nothing can, nothing can take away their momentum. And then the next, they're depressed and they hate life and they're in, they see the more, their mortality. So they go from immortal to mortal. And that is in, inherently is the battle anywhere Sagittarius is in your chart. And in a Sag sun, in a Sag moon, in a Sagittarius rising sign, particularly if you have Jupiter close to any of those planets, that's where you have Sag and that's where you have the duality and the battle between your mortal self and your immortal self. And I'll give you an example. Sagittarius children come in and they're happy. They're typically happy. They're magnanimous. They're bigger than life. A lot of times they're overweight because everything is more, more, more with the Sagittarius world especially rising signs, right? Because they're, they're, they're taking in life in a big way. And a lot of them love to travel, but all of them like to have a spiritual component. Any fire sign likes to have the spiritual component. Like if you look at the word inspired, spirits in there, right? Just like, like I like to do the play on words with Taurus, restaurant. Taurus is in the middle of the word restaurant. <laughs> So Taurus gets food. <laughs> Sag gets inspiration, spirituality. They believe in the leap of faith. They love that. They love when somebody makes them feel like they're from another planet. Sagittarians, I'll tell you what. The dark side of Sag is, and the light side of Sag. The dark side of Sag is a huge ego. It's a, a bottomless pit of tell me more about myself. It's a bottomless pit of aren't I amazing. It's a bottomless pit of... Oh, look who I know. That's one side. The other side of Sag is I'm a bottomless, uh, uh, I have a bottomless heart of giving you whatever you need. Okay. So the light and dark side, like there's a spectrum. And I think of it as a line, a linear line, and zeros in the middle, halfway point, and to the left, and the minus signs and the plus signs on the right, uh, like that. So if you're expressing the negative part of Sag, we're looking at the name dropper. The person who is so wanting you to think how big and know how big they are that the ego cannot be contained in, in a, a simple one universe system. Um, and I know you know some people like that. I know some people like that. Um, and I get like that sometimes because I have Sag in my chart as well, but I, none of the personal planets. Um, the, when you have personal planets, you'll know people when they're, when they're insecure, they love to say what they're about. They love to tell you because what are they trying to do? What everybody's trying to do. Everybody's trying to control your image of them because perception, no, projection makes perception. So if they can get you to project onto them a certain image, they love to live by that. That's a certain Sagittarian thing. One of the myths of Sagittarius is the myth of Chiron. He was uh, Hercules' little buddy. Brilliant man, sweet healer, amazing. The Chiron, the centaur. And Hercules was actually had poison arrows that were designed to kill mean centaurs because for the most part, centaurs were kind of a rough group. And one of the centaurs, um, as he's walking around, Chiron, his buddy, and they're talking, philosophizing, accidentally uh, falls on one of the arrows. And because he's half mortal, and he was half mortal, um, he couldn't die. And so he was in miserable, miserable pain. And... Hercules um, didn't know what to do. So Chiron um, learned about the pain, became the pain, understood it, understood pain like nobody else did, and eventually volunteered himself to replace the pain that Zeus was given Prometheus, his cousin, Aquarian cousin, um, because he was having his liver pulled out for trying to help mankind with fire. So this sweet, sweet soul is in all Sagittarians, number one. Number two, all Sagittarians tend to create a physical balance, a counterpart to their immortality that looks like a trap. If you know a Sagittarian, moon, sun, rising, you'll probably know a story they tell of the one thing that prevents them from having their life the way they want it. Because the truth is, they're kind of scared to have the life they want. They're afraid of taking that big leap that they'll never come back. So if you look at Sagittarians and talk to them, what you're going to see is this, this place that was created in their life 
that prevents them or it's projected out in them. They see it as the person outside of them preventing them or the job outside of them preventing them or the money outside of them preventing them from taking the leap. Okay. And when they do take the leap, oftentimes you'll see it and you, you all might know some sages that, that you listen to or, or that you've come in contact with that are always talking about what they know. Always talking about what they know, not what they know, but about what they know. Like I know this and I know this and I studied here and I do this and I have this. And you know that that means, again, a product of that insecurity of I can't quite, my limitation is in my ability to have faith in myself. Okay, my limitation as a Sagittarian or a person with strong Sag is in having the faith to take the leap of faith in who I am. So I have to tell you who I am. I have to let you be know who I am so I can see it in you. And if I see it in you, I can believe it. Okay? So you see these sad children sometimes growing up. Really, the, the ones who brag the most about themselves are the ones who are most wounded about the inability to see it in themselves because they want you to see it in them. So one of the things you can do as a kind person is say, I get it. You're amazing. You take a breath. You're amazing. Okay? To tell somebody they're amazing isn't giving them permission to have a giant ego. It's kind of giving them permission to release the need for that big ego. Not that you're solving the world's problems by being kind to Sag in that way. But if you see that kind of wound, just like um, the any wound, I mean, I could pick a, a million wounds, the wound of Scorpio being um, shamed, you know, the shame of their sexuality or the shame of their depth of their their fear. And, you know, to understand that, the, to, to see their uh, obsession or their paranoia as something that you understand, to say, I understand, I understand why you would want to look behind that rock, but let's get some skills about it. Let's, once we look, what do we do? Let's keep it open. Let's keep a light there. Let's use it as facts. But it's, it's where your wisdom comes in when you see somebody's orientation. Now, where you have Sagittarius in your chart. And on the outside, Will will show that arrow with a line through it. Um, and in the, it looks like the it, here it's the 11 o'clock position in the chart I gave you. Uh, on the outside, it says Sag, and there's a number 11, which is a coincidence. But the red arrow with a line through it is the symbol for Sag. And that is where in your life you can over-exaggerate. It's where your life you could also take a leap. It's in your life where you also could be lucky. Okay. Saturn is going to go into Sag, and it's going to go for a little taste for six months this year, next year. And all Sagittarians are going to go through what all Scorpios just went through, which is a test of their faith, a test of their passion, a test of their true desires, a test of their fears. And I don't mean it as a test, like Saturn's not going to detest you, but it is making you give up what isn't true for you. It's making you release the truth. And Saturn says to you, okay, Let's look at Saturn and Sag. What would be some of the fears of Sag? That I'm mortal, not immortal, but I'm mortal. <laughs> I'm boring. I don't have magic in my life. I don't believe in myself. This is the hard part of Sag. When Saturn goes into Sag, and we're going to have a very special show talking about Sagittarius. I'm not going to go into it too far, but Saturn and Sag, we're going to have a special Saturn and Sag show. But I want you to understand that those are the issues that are going to be confronted. On Thanksgiving Day, when Mercury pops out of Scorpio, you are going to get that evening, you're going to get a chance to see that hope. You're going to get a chance to feel that hope. You're going to get a chance to feel that optimism spring up in your mind because it's a lot easier when the planets are, are, are symbolically moving into a different zone. That energy, it's a reflection energetically of like our ability to do that. And that's the beauty of astrology. It's so fun to just see the metaphor of timing. No, there's no... There's nothing etched in stone. You can be depressed under Mercury and Sag. You can be depressed in Mercury in any sign. You can be depressed anytime you want, anytime it hits you. But it's nice to know that some of it has a, a, a meaningful cause to it. And the cause for the shift from Mercury in this sort of like serious look in Scorpio into Sag is this ability we have to remember that there is light at the end of every tunnel. Okay, so... It, this is the, that's an example of gratitude that will show up for Thanksgiving. Then why you hear so much gratitude being espoused, espoused, um, espoused because the 
right now is the cycle where we're beginning to feel the sun is in Sag, Venus is in Sag. We're starting to open up our hearts to the appreciation of those around us. And gratitude is one of the ways we remember. And many of you know there is a a very free and a very anonymous gratitude board. We call it the moderated gratitude board at one, two, listen on the bottom left-hand side. We don't ask anything of you. I demanded that we keep that absolutely safe. There's no hidden tracking devices. You be as not as anonymous as you want and give thanks, give thanks for things you haven't gotten yet as a show of your faith, as a show of getting your mind in the right position to believe and to have hope. There's nothing wrong with having hope. I don't like the idea of lying to ourselves, and there's a difference. Lying to yourself is just in denial of what the truth is of, of who of, of your wound. Telling the truth, like having hope, wanting to give yourself hope and acknowledging that you're doing it in a conscious way to me is a very powerful tool. Um, and so on the gratitude board, you can give thanks to anything you want, whether it's happened or not. And you can also um, know that there's 50-some people that have agreed, my advisors at one to listen to empower that with you. And your name's not attached to it, but your name could be attached to it. So if you want to give thanks to something, go give it. And um, and that's kind of like the cycle we're in now. So that's Thanksgiving. I want you to understand Thanksgiving can feel up to the day of Thanksgiving a little lonely, a little like hard work, a little like you're not into it. Okay? I want you to have permission to have your feelings. Okay, it doesn't matter. Like, what was it going to change? Or I don't feel like that. You can have your feelings. And here, my big rule of thumb, have your feelings because they want to be felt. They don't necessarily want you to act on them. Because you're acting on your feelings requires a different part of you, not your feeling nature. So if you're feeling kind of depressed, be depressed. But you don't have to act on it. You don't have to go kill yourself, right? You don't have to go take a pill. You can just have the experience of depression and look at the world from that viewpoint. That to me is the most loving and supportive thing you could probably offer yourself during any feeling experience because most of us don't feel. Most of us come home, go go to work, do whatever, and do anything we can to distract ourselves. Anything we can. Most of us don't want our own company. I'm a terrible victim of that. But when I do take that time, when I open up my heart, when I let myself have those moments and I remember where I'm at and who I am and, and my connection, I feel at peace. And I know you all know that one. People who meditate know that one probably. I'm not, I'm not a cross, I'm not a lotus position meditator. I'm a person who does understand that no, there is no correct form, but in, but love and lovingness, you can tell when that's present because you tend not to judge things so harshly. I'm going to start taking calls here in a minute, but I want to tell you in my own personal way that I'm very grateful for the over seven years you've been with us and you've given me and the one, two family. I'm just grateful for you. And I, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I say it a lot to you in writing and words, but I mean, I want you to know I'm not a fool. I know the kindness that you all have engendered. I know that the, the people who have not been kind are very rare and very few and it's happened very less. And those of you that look forward to and, and offer our support and, and want us to be better, um, means the world. So thank you. And I, and, and I want to wish you, in case we get rushed toward the end of the show, the, to remember your own piece of that. Because each one of you shined a, a specific kind of light over here that it means the world to me. And I try not to comment on it too much because it, it loses its value. Because <laughs> I'd be in there all the time thanking you guys. Okay. Um, no, there's nothing, and, and so I'll get letters like, you sounded sad on the, on the air. I am not. I'm absolutely in a beautiful place. Um, I feel more at peace in a while. I've had my Saturn return. It's been phenomenal, and that happens once every 28 years. A lot of you ask, 28 to 29 years, depending on how and where Saturn is for you. This is my second one. This has been profound. I've been asking some of the deepest questions I've ever asked myself, and it has been amazing to still be in there, to still feel that I'm in there. And I can hear the answers and, and I know I, I look to, okay, what are you going to do next? What's up next? Where, you know, how are we going to go? What's our direction? And it's coming. It's brewing. And Saturn doesn't always give you that. So anyway, thank you all again for your incredible love and support. Um, I'm going to talk to, uh, Rochelle, uh, Christy, if you see Rochelle in there. I'm here. 
Hi, Rochelle. Hi, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) I love the hello and the laughter. You know, that's what I do. It just it tickles me. It's good to have you here, little Aries, with an Aquarius moon, a Sag rising. And how are you today? I am fine, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I I kind of love Thanksgiving holiday. I love I love the holidays that don't get too political. Like I do love the Christmas time and the the Hanukkah time and all that. But I love Thanksgiving because it's sort of like everyone can go into gratitude and it's and it's safe to say Happy Thanksgiving. So I have self. I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and so this one I I really enjoy. And are you ready? Do you do anything special for your Thanksgiving? Oh, my whole family. We get to, we all get together. It's fine. We get along. Nice. It's, it's okay. Oh, it's good. Not, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not weird. So- <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. I love that. And you. And is a lot of burden of cooking on you? No, but I'm the Aries of the family. I have two Cancer sisters and a Virgo. Who you know, a lot. God love them. But oh, I, <laughs> I'm the one that coordinates. You know, my youngest sister has it, but I'm I go over and. You know, make sure everything gets <laughs> I know. Nature, You're done. good at it. Yeah, no, you are. You have I the sun and Mercury. You are. You have sun and Mercury in Aries, but they're in the third house of Gemini. So you take charge of that. It's really fun. And it also has to do with siblings. So you're kind of like the take charge, like let's get it going uh, energy. And I love that. That's very cool. What brings you okay, to call in? Let's take a look. Well, I, I listen to you every week. I call on your, I call your people. I'm always doing stuff. <laughs> Thank you. So sweet. CA is a person I call and um, nice. call other people. Anyway, um, so I'm going to move into my Saturn return. It's coming uh, up. I yes, think you in January. Are. Yes, you are. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so I'm really, I've been in corporate America for like, you know, freaking my whole life. And I'm really done with it. And I, it was kind of laughing at your, um, what you were talking about was hesitant. It's very true. I've done everything to avoid having to do anything, you know, have to <laughs> make a leap. Heaven forbid. So I've stayed in money. I mean, it's just been a mess. Anyway, so it's like I'm working through that. Anyway, I am very interested in, because it, at my job, uh, people talk to me all the time. I love to talk to people. I love to help people. So I am thinking about being not necessarily a life coach, just more of an in, integral coach. Yeah. Do you, do you think that would be a good fit? For, I don't want to be a therapist. I would. I. I. A therapy. No, I don't want to be don't. a therapist person. I get it. No, yeah, because no, no, no. I get frustrated with people and want them to change, and they don't. Yes. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but I. Do you think that that would be a good fit? I. I found, I've been looking into it. I know somebody's gone through a course, and do you think that'd be a good? I feel like that's kind of my thing. I never know what I'm supposed to do. So yeah, no. Work. Well, you wouldn't know because a the your sun sign. See, you're you're no, and you wouldn't. I you you're too multi talented. First of all, your sun in Aries. That's your identity. It's in the house of connection and communication. That's so it's great. You're in the communication world. You're brilliant. You have a very fast mind. It's going to stay with you forever. That's awesome. You're the ruler okay. of your. Your career house is Venus. It's in Gemini. Look at that again. Another v- Mercury ruled thing. You have to be in an industry where you're talking and you're connecting and you're helping people figure it out. That part's awesome. Not therapy, but, but choices and you're giving and you're seeing the choices and you're, and you're being a catalyst. Your North node, um, the reason you come in is this is what's incredible is ruled by Jupiter it's north node in Sag and you have Jupiter and Pluto together you are such a personal powerhouse and a lot of it is about teaching it's about teaching self-esteem it's about trusting your authority it's about tr- taking these leaps because it's, Jupiter rules your chart and you're having your not only your Saturn return coming up you're in this very moment your Jupiter return and you're going to be in your Jupiter return all for the next six months so it's kind of beautiful what's happening you're getting the support of saturn to um you're getting this taste for the first next six months of the saturn return in the 12th it's where you finally take your dreams and you start giving them form you have saturn in the 12th it's a great place to have saturn because it's not so limiting it's in that place of dreams and so when it returns it says let's solidify the dreams and now jupiter return which is right on your jupiter and your pluto is saying anything you want right now Anything, Rochelle, is, is, and the biggest thing, because it's in Leo, is the self-esteem, is bringing self-esteem. So imagine you're taking self-esteem and bringing it to people, and you're telling them how they can achieve it. And you've got this fire. You've got a Sag, um, Saturn and Sag. You've got 
uh, Sag rising. You've got the sun in Aries. You've got Pluto and Jupiter in Leo. You have a grand trine in fire. You are the queen of inspiration. You may not always see it, but I'll tell you what. If you aim that at a person, they will not lose. So the answer to your question, unequivocally, yes. <laughs> You're good at it too. I'd want you on my team, and I'd want. I would call you. I have always. Yeah. Go ahead. I I feel like I drive people crazy because my mind. Yeah. I, I, it's not like I'm Miss Brill. I'm not Miss Brilliant, and that's correct me up too when you're talking about ego or um. Yeah. That we <laughs> talk about ourselves most because I really don't. I don't like to. Yeah. But I just think that, and I talk so fast, and it's like I expect people, and the older I get, it's getting horrible because I'm just like, remember, we talked about this. Because <laughs> 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 I'm just like, I can't fool myself. <laughs> well, and I think it's oh, like, the, really- yeah, well, the message you're sending is, if you're going to hire me, if I'm going to be a part of your life, I'm asking you now, trust me. And then set up okay. rules that support you. Set up rules like, let's have a rule. If I repeat it, I'll be allowed to repeat it to you three times. But once you hit that rule, we're not allowed to ever ask that question again. Set up rules that support who your behavior is. Set up support so so that people know like that you're not. You do it you because you know what? You make it look easy and you make it look like it's inspiring and it is for you. But you will get frustrated. And so set up your people in a positive way so you don't get tired of them. Like you're allowed to ask me twice because I'll say it once. You're allowed to ask me two times after that and then we move on or or I will not answer the the for the fourth time. I only repeat myself uh, the one time I repeat myself twice so three times and so but set up fun little rules like that as you learn yourself because you're faster okay Okay, so the rules are you're faster than most they're coming to you because they need that that energy but they will think and and they'll think that they're paying you so they you they can ask you all they want set up the rules they're paying you to make their life better and they're giving you the job to do and you'll set up some fun stuff. You're so good at that. But set it up to have playful with your limitations. Like the things that will piss you off, make sure they know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you're good at okay. it. Yeah. Does that help you? Okay, great. That helps so much. I just wanted to get some value. It just, I, I, you know, I've never known what, I've never really been excited. And it kind of like, it kind of excites me. It's like, oh, that's oh. exciting. I don't know what the course is like and stuff, but I'll probably call you back at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it's kind of my what I'm supposed to be looking at. So. I do too. And then Saturn's going to cross your... My... Go ahead. Oh, my counselor told me because I was talking to her the other day and she said, Rochelle, I don't think you realize what you bring to your work. She said, it's not the work per se, it's you. She That's said, right. you don't understand that. And I said, oh, that really is, okay, that I, I kind of understand. So I just, it's my low self-esteem that gets in my way. So anyway. It is. And that's why you do these yeah. things, because you can see it in other people. Saturn's going to cross your ascendant in not next year, but the year after. And that's when we know that you'll be presenting yourself as a new being. So keep an eye on those two. And I'm sure, like, as you're staying in touch with us and CA and all that, you'll be reminded of that. But it's a great cycle for you, Rochelle. And I do wish you the best. It's a beautiful cycle for you, honestly. Great. Thanks so much. And have a great holiday. You too, sweetheart. Thank you. Okay. Uh huh. Bye bye. Let's talk to Denise. Hi, Mark. How are you? Hi, Denise. How are you doing? I'm so excited I got through. I cannot I believe know. it. I know. I love when people get through and they're happy. I'm so glad you called. You're a Leo and you have a Virgo moon. You have so, so many things at the top of your chart. We'll explain that. You have a Scorpio rising. So you've kind of had this. You've been the effect of Jupiter and Leo, Saturn and Scorpio. Um, you have um, um, uh, Uranus in the skies and Aries and that's where your Saturn is. You're being hit. How's it feel? Um, yes, you're absolutely right. I am being hit, and it feels um, crazy yeah. and unsure of myself, and um, I'm questioning a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff is presenting itself to me, especially in my career. Yeah. And something came out of the blue, and I took it, um, and I'm running actually for a position that I should find out um, the beginning of December if we actually made it. It's a group of us. Wow. And um, I'm sort of curious to know what's going to happen with that. Okay. Okay. Um, 
let's start there. You're a Leo. You have Jupiter in Leo. You have um, the sun in Leo. And at the very top of your chart is Virgo. What's happening right now is this opportunity is big. You're having your Jupiter return. You got to go back and think 12 years ago when Jupiter was in Leo before, which was about 2012. Um, wait, 2002, sorry. Um, and think about... Um, just think about the energy that was happening there because it's very different now, but it's still a swirling energy. Saturn just crossed your ascendant, which tells me that you're, you were tired of how you were being presented. You wanted to restructure who you were to the world, how you're going to come out because the caller that just hung up or shell is going to have Saturn go across your ascendant. So this is very interesting to see your perspective of having Saturn just hit your rising sign, which means you restructured something. You changed your identity. You changed something. And now, and we'll find out what that is. And now you're breaking free. You're being asked to uh, express yourself where I think I think you put limitations on putting yourself first. Saturn and Aries people tend to be a little cautious about being like too upfront. But I think that's being changed. And I think you're being asked to bring this whole creativity in. And I think you're being confronted by an entire inner chorus of self-doubt. <laughs> So, but I have to laugh because I, I so understand this. But first of all, let's take one thing at a time. Number one, did you restructure how you present yourself to the world? Has that been in change? Are you, are you different now than you were, say, six months ago even? I think that um, everything in my life has presented, um, uh, I have to face my fears. One of them was speaking in public. Yes. In, in the last two years, actually, I've had to speak in public. And I just realized I'm absolutely petrified, but I'll still take on whatever it is that I need to do. I won't try to um, go around it. I want to face my fears. So that's one of the aspects of yes. yes is facing my fears and that's speaking in public. Jesus, that's amazing. Okay, now Neptune is on your rising sun. You were born with that. It makes you a natural empath. You have incredible, incredible um uh, intuitive skills. You can trust them. They're like a beacon for you. They guide you. Number two, sun in the ninth house makes you an incredible teacher and you need to teach a teacher of, of whatever. But is the new job have anything to do with you teaching people? It will be, um, helping people, um, when they get in trouble at work, it's, you know, um, yeah. something in that aspect. Okay. So, so you know, it is going to be helping people. Yeah. Okay, and, and not only helping, but you're going to be helping with self-esteem. You're going to be giving them new rules, new things to work on, some inspiration. I think you're going to – so so let's say they get in trouble. Is part of your job going to be to give them some other alternatives, other choices? It will be um, helping them out if they get in trouble, but also um, I could teach them what they need to know and and, and actually oh, so educate them more. That's one of the things that would be great because I'm just learning myself. So um, once I learn, I'm going to definitely be telling other people, hey, this is wrong because blah, 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 blah. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Now, you have four planets in Virgo. Jupiter's having your Jupiter return now. That lasts for six months. Um, the big, then, then it hits your career house and then there's a boom there. We just see a big boon to business. Uh, that goes to, back to 2003. So you sort of look at your life evolution. I don't th see one thing in the way of your success, of your career catapulting. The only thing that I feel, um, that's going to be, a, that's your challenge is challenging your self-doubt. It gets huge. And it, is there a woman, is there a voice in your life that, that, exp that challenges you personally right now? Is there a challenge in the physical form? Um, I mean, maybe, go true. ahead. It's some kind of authority. It's some it's, people, it's some people that I work with. I think a lot of people, um, are jealous at the fact okay. that I'm doing this, which I don't know why they should be, but, um, they are, and I could see that they probably don't want me to get this um, yes. position. And that's the only thing I could think of. Uh, one particular person, no, I think it's quite a few people, but... Well, okay, so here's the thing. It is few, but they they aren't real. I want you to hear this. They, In your mind, they're the Velcro that you can project on as your self-doubt. So as you become more confident and more focused on what it is you love here, they will start disappearing because they won't matter. It won't be as important to have that reflection back to you. It just changes. So, so do me a favor. Buckle your seatbelt. 
get ready to have this explosion occur. You've paid your dues. Jupiter's going to take you flying here for the next very, like, like six years. And it's going to be okay. That part's fine. Now do me a favor and focus in on two things. One, grabbing that little girl inside of you and keeping her close so she feels safe. And number two, get all the training and all the love and all the confidence you can muster up to make yourself even better at what this is and, and start tuning out the volume of the other people. Because your big thing right now is like, just get better at what you do. Like there's a lot of people that would love to, to undermine you or have the job or why does she get it? You're going to tune all that out and, and go for making yourself the better individual because you'd need this. You, you, we need to have your voice in the world. Uh, Jupiter, a Jupiter sun conjunction in the ninth. You need to be that voice that helps people understand because if for any reason this thing, for some reason wouldn't work out, we're under such a great cycle. The thing that's supposed to will be there, but I'm not worried about that. I'm just, I'm really excited about your ability to have, um, to get your voice out the way it should be. This is a great placement for you. And, and you have a profound faith. You're bringing that to the world. And I just want you to keep that up and, and just believe I, I have nothing. The biggest thing for you right now is avoiding the chorus of naysayers by bringing, bringing your full attention back to practicing and getting into the good mindset of what you deserve here. And, and I don't even like to word it that way because with all your Virgo, you're like, oh, I don't deserve that much. <laughs> it's like what your heart wants, what will make your heart sing. That's what you're aiming for. So keep the music lessons on the inside going. And really, I'm so happy for you. This is such a good time for you, Denise, honestly. And don't be afraid. I mean, you've, you've, you have such a sweet nature to you that eventually as Saturn pulls away, people will start seeing you for that, that love that you engender. And it's very sweet. So I trust it. I hope you will. Will you? Can you? Yes, I will. And thank you for those sweet words. Cause I do need that encouragement. Definitely need that encouragement. So thank you, Mark. You're it's wonderful. Be amazing. As always. You're wonderful too, Denise. Thanks, sweetheart. Thanks so much for calling. All right. Okay, we're going to try. Bye-bye. Thank you, sweetie. Okay. We're going to talk to um, Donna on Whatever line you see, Christy. Hey, Mark. I'm excited to get through to you. I've never Hi, been Donna. In- you haven't been, oh, you have never you. gotten through before? I always interrupt too fast. I'm so sorry. You're a Cancer and you're a Capricorn moon. You were born on the full moon and you have a Scorpio rising. Do you know all those things? No, I'm just trying to start learning. I'd love to, to learn some of this, but I have to do like the layman's version to get it. I know. I've got to get the foundation and then I can go with it. That's right. We'll just keep repeating it in simple terms until it starts sinking in. But you were born on the full moon. You're a Cancer sun sign. You have the sun like Denise, who just called in the ninth house. Um, it's, these are natural teachers. These are the people that love offering their wisdom. You were born with the moon next to Saturn, which means you grew up early. I wouldn't be surprised if you were the oldest child in the family, if not the most responsible and certainly um, so the one who, like, you took care of yourself. You were a very low maintenance child. Um, in, in, does that make sense? Are we on the right track? Yeah, but I was the baby of the family. And were you the mo- Were you the? Okay, yeah, I think you can be the baby. Usually, they take yeah. they take the shape of the most mature. But were you the? Were you easy maintenance? Um, if you ask my siblings, they'd say no, but. You know, I do take very good care of myself. Yeah, like you came in old. I don't care whatever they want to say about it, but you came in being responsible and at an early age and knowing what the you you kind of knew what the ropes were. Um, that's that's a, especially for Capricorn Moon and with Saturn there. You're just a responsible person. Would you agree with that statement? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Donna, what's going on? What brings you to call in? Well, I I have had a lot of hurdles to jump. A lot of major ones, so I look at it as track. You know, I'm reaching for the home stretch, and I'm looking for those great things that are coming to me. What do you see? Okay. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, Jupiter is in your career house. It just crossed over the career house. Um, the um, Would you, the, the last sentence that you said <laughs> kind of bleeped out, would you say it again to me? Like what... Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna attack this, but I want to make sure I'm aiming at it. Is was it career? Well, it has to do with career and health and finance, so they all kind of okay. go together. But it's like I'm at the the home stretch, and yes. I want to know what those good things that are coming for me. Thank you. Okay, gotcha. All right. Um, 
Jupiter's on your, uh, at the top of your chart. So work is just, it should be opening up and it stays that way until June of next year. It's hitting that Uranus, which means you got restless and it could also indicate a move. Now, is there any, is there any energy around a move happening? Cause I like to get that out of the way. If it's not, we'll go on to the other topic, but Uranus rules your house of the home. Has there been changes in the home happening or is that not where it's been taking place? No, there hasn't been any moves. So as long as, you know, job and finances work out, I won't okay. be forced to move. Oh, no, 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 yeah. you shouldn't be. But it is a change in the home. Like, you're not, like, usually that looks like, it could mean, like, if it's been unhappy, it gets happy. It could be a remodel. But there is a change. There's a there's a, there's a a a change in the sort of, like, wh- what you feel when you go home. But it's 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 also, like, it's, again, it's explaining this restlessness that's that's starting to happen, but it's opening up. Jupiter gives us these opportunities. The other thing that's going on is Pluto is hitting your Saturn. And that would indicate for me that has there been trouble on the sibling front at all? Because I want to hone oh. this in. This go Yes? No? But you mean my siblings or my children? Yeah. Uh, your, your siblings, your brothers and sisters. Yeah, my sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a, there's that brewing because there's Pluto's in there and it's the third house. And I just want you to, you're kind of being asked to look at what, you, what's the difference between your, what you should do, what your responsibility is and what your heart wants you to do. That's, that's the conflict here. Um, because as a sibling, like what we do is we make allowances because it's a, family member and then the other side of us is like but i don't want to do this anymore and capricorn's the type you can get to the point where you don't want to do it anymore but that means somebody really pushed you but that battle is going on so that's just again battles are a reflection of the battle inside of us so that reflects the 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 kind of restlessness that's going on in your life but it's also a choice do you have to take care of the rest of the world saturn moon your whole life is like you've always been dutiful and responsible and and went inside and checked out what the right thing to do was. Pluto's asking you to do a little differently here and take a look at, do you need to do this anymore? Is it any more useful to you? The truth will emerge on that on its own. Don't be afraid to stay present and stay steady as this decision unravels itself. Because that's a tough one. That's a really tough one. It won't last too long, uh, but it is in. It is happening right now. I think we're going to go until about March with this one. Um, in general, what I see um, overall with your chart is you, again, have Neptune on the Ascendant in Scorpio. You have an incredible guidance system. It's like stellar. And you have the Sun, Venus, and Mercury in the ninth house. Ninth house people are honorary Sagittarius. Luck always happens for you. You always land on your feet. You're in a great cycle right now. Um, I think if you follow your spiritual wisdom, because this indicates, Donna, even though you don't talk about it a lot, that you're kind of spiritual. Would you agree with that? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Use it. Amplify it. Bring it forward. Ask for help. You know, Capricorn's moon, biggest fault, they won't ask for help ask for help not from necessarily people around you ask for help from god or whoever you believe in ask for help from your spiritual connection just guidance get that beacon going this is a great cycle for you jupiter at the very top of your chart you're winning you're breaking free from oh that's the uranus on the fourth house the moon you're breaking free from the rules of the old ancestors the the history you might end up letting go of that sister energetically who knows you have to be able to trust your truth and be guided here. But work-wise, you're going to get a position of authority. It's coming your way. I really do believe that. And I think that this is going to be one of your first times ever that you felt um, uh, you can identify with, okay, finally, I want to be, this is me in charge. It feels really good. And you're going to like the circumstance. Um but really, I think it's one of the the next. Well, you're the chart's so similar to the woman who just called. You have it's Jupiter and Leo at the top of your chart. Then it goes into Virgo, then Libra, then Scorpio, and you have a planet there in every one of them. So now we have a four year cycle of your ability to come through with work and to be the authority and to get what you want in the world. And I think it's going to be exciting for you. The biggest thing is this little battle with the family member, and I think that. Once that's you see that coming coming to a resolve, it means that the whole thing's been resolved, and and I think you'll feel the rest of your life sort of looks okay. That that'll be your beacon, your omen. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Do you see that the same with the health as well? Your health, I think that it's an old thing. The the your health is directly affected by you feeling trapped 
and I want you to try to hear this. I'm just going to use a metaphor. Um, any, because I want people who are worried about their health. You, you, you have such, it, you're, it's such a lucky chart because you have so much fire. But if you're feeling concerns about the health, it usually means you're stuck somewhere that you feel trapped. And I want you to feel that as Uranus comes in, there's going to be some news that's probably going to free you up from it. But no, I don't see one thing, honestly, in this that's saying, um, I wouldn't worry about health in this, but I don't, I hesitate to say that because I, I, I don't want to get in trouble on any way in your psyche. I want you to trust your intuition. Make sure you're okay in your own mind, but with the doctor, like check, get yourself checked if you want, whatever. But I don't think what I think is going to make you feel amazingly hopeful and helpful and, and happy is freedom in your work routine. You need, we need to do something that's going to make you happier and, and free. Does that make sense? Okay, so try to free that up. Donna, we got to go, but I'm giving you a big hug and a great happy Thanksgiving, and don't let that sister bug you. You're going to find the truth in that, okay? Thank you. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful holiday. You too, sweetheart. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Yeah, let's bring in the amazing, incredible, energetic Gemini with a Aries moon psychic cat. Cat, you with us? Hello, Mark, and hello, everyone. <laughs> Kat, you got the show coming up next, and it sounds like you've been doing some good preparation and, and good inspiration for it. What are you going to talk about? Well, first, I want to be a little rebellious with my Aries moon for a moment. Yeah. Is that okay? Go ahead. Well, I'm not going to stop just, you. <laughs> I, want, I have an opportunity to say thank you, and it's Thanksgiving week, and I, I listen to on and off the parts of your show, and, and I know you're always amazing, and I just want to tell everyone that um, you are one of, if not, besides my children, the greatest blessing uh, for me and for so many people, and I know I'm really not allowed to do this, but I'm... No, you are not allowed to do that. I just wanted to say thank you on Thanksgiving, because I know... <laughs> I don't get the opportunity too often to do it you in public. You always do, and you're <laughs> always grateful, and you're also very sweet, and that's very kind of you. And I don't think it's any shock to, for the world to know that Kat and I share so much of our history in terms of our own personal struggles and our own bringing this stuff to the public. And, you know, Kat, you're equally – you're just I'm just a mirror, and I, I get a chance to thank you too for the commitment, your loyalty. You've been an incredible ally to the site. You've pioneered for the staff. <laughs> to watch and 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 what's possible you've shown them what's possible you took you took phone readings and psychic ability to a level that i my mouth still drops open so i'm returning that thanks to you and i'm going to celebrate that energetically at my house on thanksgiving day and you're on my list so thank and, you for that and me to you and for everyone listening i really wanted to say about you know talk about the show for a moment because what i really wanted to express this year when I really look back on the path and, and life in, you know, over oh, four plus decades, I'm pushing five decades almost and I'm excited about it. But I, I realized that there was a common thread to what I am most grateful for in life. And that is when we hear the words never or no or uh, it's impossible or you can't. I think every single moment of my life and, and the way I lived it and what I appreciate most came following those words from someone else. And I wanted to share some of that today because, and, and also even from, from, our, from ourselves, you know, when, and, and many of you listening, I know you've done it and saying, you know, trying to predict your own future or trying to assume what your future is going to be. And we say these things to ourselves. And I, I, I want you to know that, even when the moment I met Mark, I was at the lowest point in, in my life in a relationship that I, I needed to get out of raising four children alone and really needing, needing something. And, and in a few seconds, and I, and I said to him, I don't think I can ever read on the phone. I, I, I'm afraid of it, you know, and, That's right. and even though, you know, right. And, and I said, no, I, I, and, and, you know, so going from there, you know, a few seconds, any moment, you know, it, it's, I'm emotional because I'm grateful and it really did change my life and, and in turn, hopefully 
the lives of many through, throughout our, the rest of our life. You oh, know, I don't think there's together. a doubt of the lives you've touched and that you've allowed us all to touch just in that. And I love, I'm glad you're going to take your people to that story and to that place on your show. So, and Kat's coming up next. So don't change your dial, um, that you can feel her heart. You can feel it. You can tell when the, the psychic waves in her start opening up. It's almost like I can feel them. So thank you, Kat. <laughs> hey, everybody, listen, this, Thanksgiving, you know you're going to be on the hearts and, and minds of many people that you've touched with us as well and with your own family. So I wish you peace there. If for any reason you need to contact us at one to listen we'll have the lines open and, and people who want to work can work. And so we're not going to throw a sale up until 6 p.m. Pacific time just to, so I don't feel my staff feels guilty not being there so they can have some time doing what they want to do. So if you need us, come get us at one listencom Know you're in my hearts and in my gratitude and thank you all so very much you're almost you're almost overwhelming stay tuned for the psychic cat show this is mark hussen with with my thanks we'll be back next week same time